All right. Thank you for tuning in to another founder interview on the Forward Thinking Media Network. Um, as always, if you want to tune in live to these interviews and ask questions live on the record, then become a subscriber of Forward Thinking Media. Go to forwardthinking.substack.com, decide to be a paid subscriber. And one of the many things you get as a paid subscriber is the ability to sit in on the Zoom calls as I'm recording and the ability to ask questions at the end. So if you want that, go to forwardthinking.substack.com and I'll see you on the other side. Let's get into today's episode. All right, how's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders, where we talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to Tom Ubel, who is the co-founder, CEO of Command E. Welcome to the show. How's it going? Good. Thanks for having me, Matt. Yeah, thanks for coming on. I'm really excited to learn more about what you're working on. You've been working on it for a little bit. So with that, for people that don't know what you've been working on with Command E, can you tell us what it is and, and what the product does? Yeah, so Command E is basically the fastest way to access all the information you need to do your job. So it's a desktop app that provides blazing fast search across all your docs and records, and G Suite, Salesforce, and 20 plus other tools. Um, basically, the way it works, you just download a desktop app, and anytime you want to get to the next thing in your workday, you hit Command E, and our search box pops up, kind of like Spotlight uh, for people familiar with that. So this is a world, uh, this type of product is obviously super important. I know for me, I, I use tons of apps and I don't currently use a tool like this. Um, so like I have, might have a few like basic questions just to understand how it works. So, um, I mean, I use all sorts of tools. They might be Mac apps, they might be on Google Chrome. Um, I'm curious, like what, what are the nature of the tools that can go into Commandy? Is it a certain type? Could it be any tool with the URL? Can you just kind of describe what's possible with this tool for someone that doesn't know about the space that well? Yeah, definitely. So we started by focusing on kind of the common SaaS products that you think about using frequently. So it's like, hey, let me get to this Google Doc. Let me get to this Salesforce record. Um, let me get to this LinkedIn profile. Um, a lot of the common things that we're all bouncing around day to day at work. Uh, we do have, we just added a functionality that's kind of like bookmarking where you can say, Hey, I go to this page frequently. I want to be able to get there faster via command D and you can add any URL using that. Uh, but the core of what we do and what most people are using it most heavily for is getting to Google docs really quickly, getting to GR tickets really quickly, getting to Salesforce records really quickly. So I feel like this is a challenge of like navigating the computer, navigating your apps that everyone feels, but isn't like, at least for me, like I'm not actively thinking all the time, like, Dan, this is such a pain because I just deal with it. Um, but although there could be something so much better, which is what you've built. But the, what I'm kind of wondering is why did you decide to tackle this challenge and this problem? I guess here, I'd love to hear the origin story a little bit of why you wanted to, to build Command E. Yeah. And you nailed it, Matt. We hear that often it's a nice bucket of feedback to get is like, wow, this is the app that I didn't know I needed, but I'm never going to give it away now. Um, and yeah, so my co-founder and I were working together and some of our closest friends and coworkers, we saw them bouncing around Salesforce and Gmail all day long to get their work done. And they'd just be tearing their hair out. It was super frustrating moving between systems. Um, you just constantly find yourself in these situations where, Mentally, you know exactly what you want to go to next. Like, you know, maybe you and I are on an email thread and I know that I need to bounce back to that email thread 
so that I can send you the next message. But it takes me this like annoying 30 second, five step dance to get over to that email when mentally I knew immediately what I wanted to do. And so what command is doing really is just saying the second you know what you want to get to next, we're going to get you there in less than a second. And so my co-founder and I were seeing our friends deal with this problem when as engineers, we can bounce around hundreds of files in our code editors with basically the pattern we built into command E where the second you know the next file, you just hit keyboard shortcut, type a fragment of the next file name, and then you're there in less than a second without ever even really thinking about it. And we kind of realized that technically things had changed in a way that made building something like command E possible, um, where previously this sort of enterprise search, if you want to call it that, had been this like big bulky IT integration. Um, and now, you know, somebody can go to our website, getcommandd.com, download the app and have all their accounts connected, all their data synced and have completed their first search in less than five minutes. And you might've just mentioned this and I might've, I might've just missed it, but, but if not, can, can you share like you know, there are 26 letters you could have picked. You could have done, you know, Command Z, Command U, Command T, Command Q, but you picked Command E. Um, obviously, I like the name. It's catchy, you know, but I'm curious why Command E and why not? Like, why E specifically? Um, if, and if you already mentioned this, I apologize. But, um, yeah, just why specifically E versus another letter? Yeah, so we actually, we haven't shared this that broadly, but some people have asked. Um, it was actually Command I early on. My co-founder had chosen that after... Um, sort of the pattern that you use in terminal to do this type of search. And then one of the slight divergence, um, I think any startup that has success has generally had a bunch of people behind the scenes that have kind of said, Hey, you know, I've done this before. Let me kind of show you the way. Um, the biggest one of those for us was a guy named Pete Kazanji. That's a sales leader um, that a lot of people know out in San Francisco. And very early on, he was like, yeah, this product's amazing. Go build it. And then we brought it to him and he said, but wait, I use italics in email all the time. And the shortcut for that is command I. That's what every salesperson does. So if it's command I, it's kind of tough. And so my co-founder and I sat at a coffee shop and kind of went across the whole keyboard and tried to find a shortcut that really wasn't taken, was kind of easy to remember and was fairly ergonomic. And command E was kind of the winner there. Nice. That's a, that's a great story. I appreciate you sharing that. So I know that you've been working on this product for a little bit and you, and, and, or, and you just, you know, just announced it, you just launched, um, which is really exciting. We'd love to hear a little bit. Um, this is the only question on this topic, but, um, how do you, how would you know that the product was built enough before you launched? How do you know you didn't wait too long? Ultimately, my, my question is, how, how do you think about timing for, uh, you know, un unveiling the curtains and, and showing people what's under the hood with Command D? Yeah, I mean, it's, I think it's definitely more of an art than a science. In retrospect, I would have loved to have launched earlier. I think you'll hear that from a lot of founders. Um, to me, there was a clear bar that, we definitely didn't want to go too early just because if you think about it, if you start from where we started from, which is, Hey, we really want to fix this thing. That's annoying our friends to no end. You want to actually solve the problem. Um, and so we waited until kind of the data showed and the qualitative feedback showed that this is something that's extremely reliable 
you know, there's real engineering going on behind the scenes. Uh, we try to make, keep the interface really simple, but there's definitely some real engineering going on behind the scenes. Um, and so it was really just kind of this broad confidence that, you know, it works technically and users seem to be getting it and adopting it. So I don't know that that's so, somewhat hand wavy probably, but we just hit this point where everything seemed to be firing the way we were hoping to. So once that you hit that point, it's kind of off to the races. Well, I kind of feel like pre-product market fit, although maybe you already have product market fix, obviously, I don't know any of the numbers, but I feel like er- early stage um, companies, it's always way more of an art than a science. Um, and then at some point, you know, you, you grow very quickly, you get a lot of data, and then it shifts a little more to science. Um, but in the early days, I totally get that. Like, it's finesse, you know, it's art, it's, you know, it's being a founder. So, so I totally understand. Um, for for my, my, personally, my last couple of questions, and we'll, we'll um, let uh, people that are, that are listening, subscribers that are listening, ask a couple, um, is, I would love to hear, so you, you built this company, built this product, you shipped it, you announced it recently, what what is the what are the big plans for it? Um, what could it be? If you uh, more so, what I'm asking is what what's the big vision of Commandy? And if you look out a decade or two, and Commandy has done everything you want it to do, you know what will it look like? What's the big vision? Yeah, definitely. This is it's kind of a fun question that you'll hear investors ask, which is like, hey, this seems kind of cool, but what is Commandy going to be when it grows up? Um, and so right now, it's this search tool that lets you get to kind of the records and documents that you're going to throughout the day. Um, and what we found is that people just love the form factor of this always-on keyboard shortcut, and they love the speed. Every search returns in 10 milliseconds or less. Um, and once you've kind of trained yourself on that as a retrieval pattern of getting to documents and records, you want it for all the stuff you do throughout your day. So you want it for creating new docs and records. You want it for updating. Um, and so I think what you're going to see is it's more, it's going to move to more of a true command center that you can kind of live out of and that has a lot of intelligence baked in. Um, we as a team have a lot of respect for what superhuman is built and there's a lot of little magic touches there in their product. Um, and I think we're well positioned to build something similar. So it's really kind of, having this command center that you run your day off and everything just seems to flow much better and life's just a lot easier and you can spend more time on the stuff that actually requires you to think rather than being forced to exert mental energy on stuff that really should just kind of work. Your answer there actually just prompted me to ask one more question. So, so one more addition is you, you, you know, I already touched on it once and then you just, you just touched on it where you're building something that is solving a pain that like, not like, we don't feel it every day actively, but we totally feel it every day passively. Um, I, I'm just kind of curious how you think about product development and customer development and like knowing what to build when the pain, when, when, you know, the, someone asked me my 10 biggest pains today, you know, what you're solving wouldn't be one of them. But now that I, but when I go to your website and I see community, I'm like, Oh my God, this actually is the number one pain. So how do you build for that? How do you know how to do product um, for pain that isn't as obvious to people before they hear about you? Yeah, it's interesting. You know, in, it's kind of one of these, like, Oh, it's all easy to connect the dots looking backwards. Um, but you know, I think then my co-founder really kind of took a bunch of disparate things and it really was his product sense and kind of batting this problem around in his head for a couple of years to kind of get to the starting point. And I think one of the cool things about building 
B2B software. And part of the reason why I'm excited to have launched is at a certain point, you know, if you give people something that they find value, they kind of pull the next things out of you. And so we've had an early beta user base that has, was just incredibly generous with product feedback. You know, I remember somebody emailing me and saying, Hey, this doesn't quite work for me for this reason. So I'm actually going to stop using it until you fix these things. But here I'm sending you two pages worth of notes on what I hope this becomes. Um, so you kind of get this flywheel spinning and it's, it feels pretty magical. I remember it isn't exactly the same, but I was in San Francisco, I don't know, last year, year and a half ago, and I was pitching some VCs and, and, and like usual, you know, oftentimes VCs say no. And there's one VC that said no, but took 45 minutes to explain to me why, which like isn't exactly what you're saying, but like, I always, like feedback is so valuable. And sometimes feedback is almost more valuable than a user, but a user that is passive. Um, so my, my last question for you, or I guess second to last question, because last one will just be where can we find you online. But um, my last question is, you know, you got people listening to this podcast all across the world. They're in tech. They could be, they, you know, they could potentially use this. So my, my last question is, what is an ask that you have for the forward thinking founders community? You just launched. You probably have a lot that needs to get done. How can we help as a community? Yeah, I'd love people to kick the tires on the product. Like I said, you know, there's a really strong team. There's five of us now. We're looking to hire a couple more engineers and a designer immediately. Um, so anybody that this resonates, by all means, shoot me an email, um, tom at getcommandy.com. But beyond that, a lot of work went into this. We feel really good about where it's at, but we know we have a lot more to build. So we'd love people to download the product, kick the tires and let us know what they'd like to see from it. And then for the final, final question, if someone wanted to find you online, uh, um, can you re remind us what the URL is and are you active on Twitter or social media or email? I guess, how, how, what are different ways people can get in touch to learn more about what you're doing? Yeah, definitely. So it's getcommande.com, like G-E-T, command, the letter E.com. And I'm just at Tom at getcommande.com. And yeah, same kind of Twitter handle and my personal Twitter handle is T-A-U-E-B-E-L-T-A-U-B-E-L. All right. Well, thank you so much, Tom, for coming on. Really appreciate it. I think what you're building is so necessary and so needed, you know, once discovering Command D. And I'm just looking forward to following you on your on your journey um and uh, you know with growing this company um for the remainder for the last uh, five to eight minutes uh, of our time um i'm gonna we're gonna try something new for people listening um you you have heard me talk about forward thinking media which is the kind of if you want to subscribe and get more you know learn like learn more about startups and get more intimate with me and, and my content whatever you can subscribe and one of these things is, is the subscribers are able to ask questions to um, for my guests, um, you know, that interest them. Um, so right now we have um, a couple people that are on that are subscribers and uh, Andrew has a question. So um, Andrew, I'm going to unmute you and then feel free to ask your question and then, uh, and then I'm will answer and then we'll see how this goes. This is an experiment. So we'll, we'll see how it goes. So Andrew, I am unmuting you now. Hey guys, uh, first time, uh, Zoom attendee, longtime listener. Uh, Tom, I'm just curious uh, what habits or system, like it's more of a personal question, uh, what habits are you most proud of that kind of, you know, are your personal operating system that allow you to uh, build a company like this? 
Yeah, it's a good question. I think we're all like meant to say, oh yeah, you know, everybody probably sees these like, I wake up at 5 a.m., I make my smoothie, I go for a run, then I lift weights, all these things. Um, I don't know, it's always a work in progress. I think one of the cool things about building a productivity tool is the early adopters of productivity tools tend to be pretty impressive people. Like we have a user that I think he's run an ultra marathon on seven different continents. Um, so honestly, like just trying to kind of work more of these things into my day. The biggest thing I would say is be very cautious, be very cognizant of where you're spending your time. I think it's very easy to let your calendar get away from you. Um, I don't do this a ton, but I've heard a lot of people have success doing calendar audits where you kind of say, Hey, here are my priorities. Now let me actually look at where I spent time over the last two weeks. Do they match or not? And if not, you probably got some work to do. All right. Thank you for that. We have one more question and then that will be, um, and then we'll wrap it up um, and call it a day. So, uh, um, cool. So let me unmute you and then please introduce yourself and then feel free to, to ask your question. All right, you're unmuted. Hey, uh, this is Jamie. Can you answer me? Yep, we got you. Hey, Tom. Uh, hey, everyone. Uh, I am Jamie Desai, building a uh, financial or a voice-controlled financial tracker. Um, interestingly, Tom, I've kind of taken uh, some inspiration from your company and also Superhumans, and that part of our kind of key success metric is can we get the job done for users in less than kind of eight seconds, which is like the average time span these days. Um, so for us, what we've been pitching, we've actually been hearing similar uh, feedback and that people say, oh, wow, like, this is a problem that I didn't even think I had. Like, this sounds great to me. Um, so it's good that uh, I guess you guys have the same thing. Uh, my question to you is, how do you market size a problem that people didn't think they had? And then how do you figure out a willingness to pay from there? Yeah, it's an interesting question. Um, to be perfectly candid, we've spent most of our time focused on kind of product. And, you know, I think there's something to be said that, you know, people talk about superhuman as a wellness product. And when you get to that point where, you know, if somebody tried to take superhuman away from me, just not going to happen. Um, I think once you get to that point and you're building something that, literally almost every knowledge worker could use. Um, there's a lot of money there. So I think FinTech's big too, not probably where I would start. I think time really nailing the product early on is where your time's best spent. All right. Well, Tom, thank you so much for one, coming onto the podcast and sharing what you're working on with us and two, taking part in this um, cool, cool thing that we're starting now, which is letting, you know, fans of the podcast ask you questions. So I appreciate um, on both of those fronts. And I just wish you the best of luck with Command E and um, just crush it. I think this is a super interesting space and a huge pain of mine. Um, I will probably, you know, I will probably go to Command E right after this if it's available. Well, actually, I have one last question, then we'll finish it. Is this like, can anyone just go to Command E and and sign up is this like a publicly available thing or if it's not yet how like how can someone like me who isn't on it yet get on it as soon as possible yeah definitely so we took the covers off this tuesday so if you just go to getcommandee.com uh publicly available cool both uh mac and pc so get all after right it. well i'm gonna be i'm gonna be a user so i'll sign up right after this thank you so much for coming on i really appreciate it perfect yeah thanks for having me this is a lot of fun 
All right, you've been listening to Founder Interviews on the Forward Thinking Media Network. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to that one. No, it doesn't have to end here. If you didn't know, we have daily podcast episodes. So you just subscribe to this RSS feed and you'll get another one tomorrow. Additionally, we have a free newsletter where we look at the last week of product hunt launches and we see the best we, we, we decide who the best products are you can look at this if you go to forwardthinking.substack.com and just put in your email you get access to this every monday we have a lot more than that if you want to become a paid subscriber as well meaning you can sit in on calls you can get access to subscriber only content you can get access to our paid community that is ten dollars a month soon to be fifteen dollars a month but if you just want to you know just check it out see if this is your your type of people i'm your type of person just tune into the podcast every day and get on that newsletter at forwardthinking.substack.com for free and see if you like it. And if you do, we'll be waiting on the other side on the subscription level tier. So thank you again for tuning in to today's episode and hope to see you soon. Thanks. Bye.